0: ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica is about to come on and absolutely blow your mind in terms of creating your next big breakthrough. So make sure you stay tuned. Before we dive into that, are you a leader, entrepreneur, world changer, and you want to make a bigger impact? Come talk to me. I want to support you however I can. I love serving you, whether that's getting on to other podcasts, launching your own podcast, coming on to becoming your greatest possible self, doing other one on one coaching. I am here for you. Keep showing up into your greatest possible self proud of you, and uh, anything I could do to support, let me know. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by David shehade Shihade. I think that's how you say it. Shihade. I've been pronouncing it all day, and this is the first time I've like, wait a second, how do you do that again? Chris is fantastic, David says. The first time I listened to Chris, I knew he is the real deal. He will inspire you to move up higher on the ladder of life wherever you are, as long as you Have the desire to learn. Thank you, Chris, for the great work. Thank you, David. I appreciate that iTunes review. And if you are listening or watching right now, you want to give us a review, you want to let us know what you love and what you want to see more of on the show, go to BeYourGPS.com forward slash iTunes or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self in the iTunes store and uh, you can give us a review there. Make sure you subscribe so you get all the latest and greatest possible self and keep becoming your GPS. Also, if you want to get a hold of me, at I am Millionaire Chris on Instagram and facebook.com forward slash th3burns or email chris at beyourgps.com. That's B-E-Y-O-U-R gps.com. And I look forward to talking to you. I'm going to introduce Jessica in just a second. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because this woman is about to share some wisdom and some powerful exercises some powerful principles stories inspiration to empower you to become your greatest possible self you never know what one idea can transform the rest of your life so make sure you stay tuned all the way till the end of the interview and beyond be to be honest but really and especially in this interview stay all the way till the end because i have some i have a feeling some really, really juicy secrets are gonna be at the end of the interview. She's gonna hold, she's gonna hold back. No, I'm just kidding. She's gonna give her best every single second. It's gonna be a blast. So let's interview, introduce her, and then we will interview her. <laughs> so Jessica Dugas is an intuitive mentor, energy healer, international best-selling author, and host of the breakthrough show. She's passionate about helping women empower themselves to live a life with less stress. And more joy. Can I get an amen? She is a multi-passionate entrepreneur bringing all her coaching skills, healing modalities, authentic intuition, holistic lifestyle choices, and love of the moon to her. Illuminate your spirit community and signature your life illuminated inner circle outside of her business. Jessica is a wife and homeschooling mom of six beautiful children, enjoying many hobbies while living a plant-based lifestyle. This woman is a modern day superwoman, superhero. Jessica, are you ready to rock the house, superwoman?
1: I am so ready, Chris. (laughs) All
0: right, let's do it. We are so doing it. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to have a blast, and I appreciate you making the time to share with our audience about All your gifts and wisdom that you picked up along the journey. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Chris, so much for having me here. You are like by far the most um, high vibe, energetic. Person that I've ever interviewed with, and it's I had to like pump myself up a little bit for this to to be on the same energetic
0: level. (laughs) I love it. Well, I'm like contagious, so you don't even have to do anything, it is just gonna wear (laughs) onto you and it's gonna feel good.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely.
0: I love it. So let's dive right into the theme of the day, which is freedom to fly. And I think you caught some of my last uh, hour monologue. So I'm sure you got a huge dose of perspective of uh, what I thought about it, but we want to hear you and your perspective, Jessica. So what does freedom to fly mean for you?
1: I think the best way for, cause now that I've been watching all day, of course, yeah. I've, I've gotten such a good opportunity to
0: think. About. Right, right. There's so many variety of answers. I was like, wow, I didn't expect that one. <laughs>
1: Who can I copy? No um, <laughs> no, i I think for me and when I really when i when I thought about this in my perspective, I started to tear up a little bit. so that's how I know that this is real for me because I'm in a I am emotional. I just gonna yeah. put that out there. So um for me, it's about choosing every single moment to be your authentic self, allowing yourself the permission to be just simply who you are. Mm. And I think that can change from moment to moment. So when you think of freedom on a very basic level, you know, you can think, well, what's freedom mean to me right now? Mm. But that could change tomorrow. It could change five minutes from now. But I think as long as you are giving yourself permission to be your authentic self and show up as that person, regardless of what anybody else says or thinks or, or any, or even sometimes yourself, whatever you think. Um, I think that's the most important thing is just giving yourself that permission.
0: Mm, I love it. I love, um, I love this, especially because today we're in this age where I think a lot of people are concerned about sharing their truth and making Mm -hmm. sure that it is accurate and that it is really who they are number one but also not offending other people a lot of people are walking on eggshells wanting to like people please and that's just like that's just kind of the current state of a lot of people um and specifically i have two two things that i really love about that number one today you were asking about science you know you're asking uh um his name is totally is it david man it's totally (laughs) spacing i'm spacing on it right i was like oh my gosh okay it's brian 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 Told us earlier, uh, and he was talking about science. And he's a you know in UC San Diego, the scientist. And you said, does science change? You know, and I think that was such a great question because it's like at one point in time in civilization, people thought the Earth was a certain way; it was flat or whatever, right? And over time, we've evolved in our awareness and our consciousness. And will probably still evolve and get more distinctions and awareness about that. The second thing that really comes to mind is a woman named Pita Kelly who wrote a book called Earth is Hiring. Really, really great book. Um, in my opinion, are, effectively identifies millennials who are like awakening to their power and their purpose-based life. Um, she said, I give myself permission to change, to evolve. Like I wanted to give you the, the authentic truth and everything I possibly could in this book that she wrote. And she said, but I had some hesitation because I was afraid that at some point I might change my mind. And it's mm-hmm. like, great, give yourself permission to, to change over time. Like that, what, what bigger freedom is there to say, you know what, this is my freaking truth and I'm all in it today. But next week it might be completely different. I give myself permission and allow myself and accept myself to evolve along the journey. So I really, I really love that, Jessica. I
1: think it. I think it ties in beautifully with you. I thought about Brian too about the science conversation because, um, you know. I I imagine it can't be a comfortable position as a scientist to to prove something Mm. and then somewhere down the the road, it's disproven. Could you imagine? Like that must be... That must be a crazy feeling. Yeah,
0: yeah it's like <laughs> your your, repu- your reputation is staked on, hey, this is the truth. And then if you have to say, right. well, <laughs> it's not quite the truth. It's a little bit more accurate. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah. I, I totally, totally vibe with we that. We have
1: to give ourselves that permission to to be who we are in the moment. And that may change five minutes, five years from now, but but we have to be okay with that. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes that means eating a little humble pie if we find out that we are scientifically wrong in, so, in yeah. some way, but that's part of it,
0: right? You know, we, we were also talking before about the power of intuition and mm-hmm. when people are like following somebody else's program and it's like, Hey, this is the system. It gets you the results. Just follow the damn system and you'll get the results. And a lot of people are like, okay, I'll follow the system. And then they attempt to do it, but something is not in alignment with the system and them and their path and their voice and their journey or whatever. And they, they feel like so frustrated because they, they aren't getting the results they want. Tell us a little bit more about tapping into our intuition and stuff like that happening. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think that's a, that's a big part of it. And even when you're on your, your personal and or spiritual journey and you're learning to tap into your intuition, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to break it to you right now. You're not always going to be right. right. <laughs> Amen.
0: Sometimes,
1: sometimes we hear things um, through our intuition. That's not actually our intuition. Our mm-hmm. ego sometimes takes over past, past voices, in our lives, you talked about, um, you know, relationships that you've had in the past, those voices can sometimes come through, Mm -hmm. Um, experiences that we've had can sometimes come through. So it's really about, you know, following your intuition is really about learning, it's more about discernment, and learning what's actually intuition and what is coming from a space of judgment or a space of experience or something Mm -hmm. like that.
0: Mm, I love it. So you are seriously empowering people in a big way with their intuition, with their spiritual gifts, helping them break through. Tell us a little bit more about that in your community, all these awesome things that you're doing today uh, as a professional. Specifically, we'd love to get to know who you are, what you stand for.
1: Sure. So I said, I tend to attract, um, all the stressed out people specifically, (laughs) specifically stressed out moms. And I know you and I had spoken, um, in our pre-interview about uh, a little bit about my journey. And even when I was little, I felt very drawn to helping people. I didn't know really what that meant, but I seemed to, of course, then I didn't have very good boundaries and, um, I, I've always sort of attracted the people that were stressed out or needed help in some kind Mm -hmm. of way, Mm -hmm. which can be a great thing if you can actually help someone, but it can also be extremely energetically overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, it can be like you, you, it's hard to have those boundaries of, you know, should I help? Mm -hmm. do they actually need my right. help or are they just saying that they need my it's help? Like, I can
0: totally, I could totally help this person. <laughs>
1: right. Right. And some of us that are helpers, that are fixers, that are doers, it can be difficult to say, no, I can't help you. It can be very difficult to to do that because we want so deeply in the core of our soul to just make my my people that are listening to this right now are going to laugh when they hear me say this a world of shiny happy people because like, <laughs> I say that all the time and that's what I that's what I feel so deep in my heart that I want so desperately mm. but you cannot save everybody. Mm. And that's such a huge thing. not everybody really wants your help. Some people just like to complain <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yep and and it's like they're know? they're on their journey, right they're on their own journey. It's like you could want them to change as much as you possibly can, and I think at some level, our commitment and our, our pure raw energy and intention. Um, if we want something bad enough, we could get it. Like we could literally spend the rest of our life focusing on someone who doesn't want to change. And at some point, 20, 30 years from now, they actually do want to change like that. In my mind, that's, that's the possibility that I see, but it happening a lot quicker. Reality is it's probably the 20 to 30 years. The question is, is it worth our time and our energy, our precious time and energy and, and, you know, prioritization? Are we able to make the biggest difference if we keep putting up with resistance or do we go serve the people who are ready and excited to be served and want the help?
1: Mm, Absolutely. And I, and I, I come at this and I, and I, feel like I can sometimes be a little harsh about about the the passion that I have behind making changes in your life and being ready to accept help because I look back at my own life Mm. and I think about my own personal and spiritual journeys and I can totally see myself not being opened to anything, you know, several years ago, you know, 15 years ago, you would have told me about some of the stuff that I'm into now and have been like, you're crazy, (laughs) bye. So we have to be, we have to be, um, ready and open in our own journey to hear these things, or we're not going to make the changes. Mm
0: -hmm. So I want to hear about that journey a little bit more and some of the wisdom that you picked up along the way, because you weren't always this spiritual, intuitive, badass. at some point you were probably a little bit asleep. So tell us about that and how, how you evolved, um, into all these beautiful gifts that you share with the world today.
1: Sure. So, um, I think the best thing for me to talk about, and, um, I actually wrote about this in the book shine that I contributed to, um, last year Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in 2010, I wrote, or I experienced a tremendous loss. Um, I received a phone call that my grandfather that helped to raise me had passed away. Mm -hmm. And, um, do I want to, I live in Alabama now, but I'm from Connecticut. And Mm so I that's a that's a trek. Let me just tell you that's a trek with with I, at the time I had four children. Hmm. Um that's 22 hours in the car with people saying they have to go to the bathroom every five
0: minutes. See times. like you you're taking me back to what position my dad must have been in driving for 7 hours straight with me asking questions, random questions all the time. Yeah, I, I get right. it. I get it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So, um, so I knew that, you know, I was going to have to drive up there and, and ironically enough, um, uh, my brother was dealing at the time with, um, metastatic, metastatic melanoma and he was 24 years old and he had just been, um, admitted to the ICU. Wow. And so I knew my grandfather had passed. And so we started the drive up there. And met up with my family, and were taking care of that stuff um, for him. And in the meantime, I was driving um, from the coast of Connecticut up to Yale Hospital, where my brother was um, every day to see how he was. At the time, he was intubated. It was a position that I have never seen. This is a this is a man who my brother embodied so many things that i was jealous of hmm. um being his you to talk about being your authentic self and doing whatever the hell you want without just doing what feels good for you that was him hmm. and to see him in this way was the most disturbing and humbling thing i have ever experienced in my life and we went to a few days later we went to my grandfather's funeral and um we got a phone call while we were at the funeral that my brother had gone downhill and within two hours he passed away as well. So my whole world that week changed. Um, and it was a situation what, where I, I think I was very numb to it in the moment. Um, I remember walking into the hospital and my brother had literally taken his last breath as I walked into the door. Um, and, I just remember falling down and and it was the strangest thing to see not his life, but my life going through my mind in that moment. And I felt all the things I felt like I felt upset with myself. Like, why are you not thinking of Adam right now? Why are you know, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, that you are not, why are you thinking about these other things? And and really, it's because I had spent so much of my life, especially that in that recent, you know, within five years of that period of time, just going through the motions, not really knowing, you know, putting on that the mother of the year t shirt and the best wife, and I've got my shit together and everything's great, you know, and just wearing sort of that facade that everything was fine. And not sticking up for myself, not doing what felt in alignment with me. Um, Always, you know, it's like they say, insanity is repeating the same thing over and over, expecting different results. That was me every day, every day. My health was going down the tubes and, and I wasn't being honest with myself, let alone anybody else. And so when you, you know, when you lose someone, he was, he was four years younger than me. And so that was such a wake up call in 8 million different ways mm-hmm. as to Jessica, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. And I started down a a path of what, what seems the most um, aligned with that particular situation, which was looking at my health mm-hmm. um, and the choices that I was making from a health standpoint, um, always sort of. I'd always sort of just done what I was told with my health. Um, I listened to, which is, I think, what most people do. They listen to the guy that you in the white coat that you think has your best interest at heart, yeah. and you just sort of go with it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I had done. And so that was the first thing that I looked at. And when I started looking at all of these holistic, um, it, it, avenues as far as my health was concerned they were also people who were aligned with different things spiritually than i was Mm. um i grew up in the catholic church so very um not i mean i wasn't by any means the perfect catholic Mm. but very very religious very dogmatic um and so it, it it started opening my eyes to a lot of different things um, that I had never heard before. I'd never been aware of. And really what it started to do was give me empowerment to start listening to myself. And that's where um, a lot of things just sort of came flooding in. And so when I say that I attract the, the stressed out and overwhelmed people that doesn't always necessarily mean in a bad way, mm-hmm. because I think sometimes when we go on this spiritual or personal journey, it can be very overwhelming. It's good yeah. that we're making changes, mm-hmm. but it can be like, I mean, some of you guys that are listening, you know, when we go start in like the the spiritual, uh, quote unquote, community that it's like, oh, essential oils and crystals yeah. and astrology and moons. And it's, oh my gosh, so many things. Mm. And it can be overwhelming in that sense too, because you can feel like, I don't know what's right for me. Yeah. And that's sort of where I found myself was I went from one stress of <laughs> of not knowing what in the world I was doing with my life to feeling like I had so many options and I didn't know how to hone that in.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, it's like the, when the whole new world whatever it is whole new world of personal development and oh my god all these seminars when the whole new world of spirituality oh my god there's all these dimensions and spirits and archangels and you know gifts and abilities like what what's mine clairvoyant clairsentient audio. oh my god you know like what am i who am i and it's like the the fabric of how we identify ourselves who who am i the identity i think that's really where we start to 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 question and that can be really unsettling for a lot of people who have been so consistent in their holding to attachment to their identity. Yes. And when these challenging things happen, where you get a wake up call where you um, question, has everything I've been told been a lie or has everything I've been told wrong or not, not in my mm-hmm. highest and best good okay, well, what, what else is there that I've missed? What else is there that I haven't paid attention to? What else is there that I haven't listened to my intuition on? And it can be frustrating and overwhelming and stressful. So I I totally get where you're coming from.
1: Yes. I think, and it's, it's something that, I don't think a lot of people admit to, Mm.
0: um,
1: I think that when we, when we go on this spiritual journey, it's very easy to say, Oh, well, I've got, you know, all my, my spiritual tools now and everything is great, but there for a good friend of mine recently said that the spiritual community in general is lacking a lot of discipline and that's that's the truth because we okay so i'll give you you a really good example i have um i i just came out with my own um oracle deck called colors of the moon and up until i created this deck i have I'm looking up at my shelf right now. I have an entire shelf Mm -hmm. of different cards that I use. Mm -hmm. Um, And at some point in collecting these cards, because I just love them. There's so many different, I mean, so many fun things. Um, But in looking at them, I can look and say, how many of these do I actually really know? Mm -hmm. How many of these have helped me in a way that has been life-changing for my journey? Mm -hmm. How many of these have... Have I allowed, have I worked with long enough and deeply enough to allow them to change my life or are they just sitting there?
0: Mm. Mm. It's, it's like, it's, um, this, this process of mastering the basics. Like when you get a new tool, you're like, Oh my God, this thing's awesome. You know, you get, you get this like spatula, you get this blender, you get whatever, you know, like talking about cooking. Um, but you get this new tool, this new skill, this new ability podcasting. Oh my gosh. You know, but (laughs) how well do we actually know how to use this tool, this ability, this skill and it, right. it's like the excitement and the newness is like exciting but then you start to go into like mastery I think there's a, a graph called the, the Dunning-Kruger effect and basically uh-huh. at the beginning is when you, you have this uh, this uh, mountain of, of naivety right, like you don't know what you don't know and you're like oh my gosh I'm discovering all this stuff, I have I have confidence, I have skill, I have wizardry I am making shit manifest you know, like whatever and then <laughs> (laughs) And and then you get to like, oh, crap, like there is so much that I am overwhelmed and I'm frustrated and I actually don't know what the heck I'm doing. People are going to find me out that I'm an imposter. And then you go down and then you're at this like pit of despair feeling like, man, I have no clue what I'm doing. Like someone please help me. Right. And then it's from that point you just like take this step by step to to go back up to to like mastery. Right. It's it's Mm -hmm. hitting that rock bottom of feeling like I don't know anything that you're able to start building your way back up. And I think in the process of getting these different tools and abilities and discovering uh, our gifts, we can experience that volatility of going up and down uh, right. something new and exciting, shiny object. And then how much are we actually applying it? How much do we actually know about this, this tool and our, its ability to positively impact our life.
1: Right. And, and I just want to put out there too, that it's, It's not that you can't Mm. and it's not that you don't have the ability. Um, One of the things that I I taught a class after I released my deck where, you know, a lot of people will get a get get an Oracle deck and they'll want to do like a five card spread like Mm. day one. They want all the answers right now. Right. Mm. And um, one thing that I I tell people and I'm like, okay, take a breath. Mm. I want you to pull one card in the evening before you go to bed. To reflect on your day and you do that for a month and they and i feel like i can feel the frustration rise <laughs>
0: like, a month right
1: now like I, are you saying i can't like then the offense comes in like are you saying i can't do that and really truthfully you can do whatever you want on your own if you feel comfortable go ahead jump off that bridge but you know the I I come from my experience of jumping into that without fully being connected to number 1 my intuition and number 2 the deck that I'm working with and doing a spread that ultimately creates more overwhelm than the question I went in asking don't, you know so it's like it. you, I I feel <laughs> I feel a level of responsibility yeah. to my people to my community to say stop mm. Before you cause yourself more stress and overwhelming your life, let's, let's look at this differently. Let's talk about this in a different way. Because I think that the biggest thing for me is that, like I said, the spiritual world can get very overwhelming very quickly. And I think a lot of times we're talking too much about um and this is coming from someone who runs a spiritual community. This is gonna sound very funny. <laughs> we are talking too much about spiritual and forgetting that we are also we chose a human life. Human What who'd have thunk it <laughs> You know, we're, we're in this, we're in this life for a reason and we have to, it's a, it's a dance that we have to do between our, our connection to spirit and cause we are spiritual beings, mm. but the, but the very human life that we chose, we cannot ignore that.
0: Yeah. This is, this is so powerful because I know a big focus of yours, you have a show about breakthroughs, right? The breakthrough yeah. show. And that's, that's the energy of breakthrough in my opinion. Is instant. It's like an explosion. It's like a you know massive transformation and shift. Uh, by the yeah. way, I am loving this conversation. I know you got some awesome people out there in the, the audience as well. Shout out to Jessica's community and anyone else who's joining us. If you have questions for Jessica, let us know. Intuition, breaking through, or anything like that. We're here to to answer those as well. Um, but I really wanted to to highlight the breakthrough because I think a lot of people can have the mm. attachment to it happening instantly. What's your interpretation on on breakthrough? And why did you make that uh, a focus of you and your message? Mm
1: -hmm. So last year, um, I in the beginning of the year, I really was getting in touch with my own storytelling, Mm -hmm. um, and the impact that telling your story can have on anyone that will that will listen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I and I believe it's one of those things where Like we talked about, you know, when you're ready to hear things on your journey, um, it's not, when you tell your story, it doesn't mean that someone's going to get it when you tell them the story right then and there, Mm -hmm. but it's something you're planting a seed. You're, you're putting that energy out there. And I believe that it's something they will remember when they are ready on their journey to remember. So I began writing, um, my portion, my story in the book shine, like I shared and, um, really was, like I said, connecting with that importance of storytelling. And I thought to myself, well, it would be cool to have a show. And and I laugh about this all the time, like the view, but less drama (laughs) (laughs) Where, where we could have like people coming and sharing about their stories, but have panelists and talking about spiritual hot topics, maybe talking about those human aspects that other people in the spiritual community aren't talking about, and bridging things together and sharing those moments that completely change our lives. Mm. And the biggest thing that I want to share today, and this is actually something that I've never said out loud. None of my panelists, some of of my show panelists are are listening right now, Um, but I... The breakthrough itself, the breakthroughs that we actually have mean absolutely nothing. Wow. Nothing. (laughs) Unless we choose to do something with them. Mm. And this is the difference with the people that come on my show. I've listened. We're about to do our 39th episode um, in two days on Friday, coming to the end of season two. I'm not up to 99 yet, but I'm getting.
0: almost almost
1: <laughs> I'm getting there. The the When I go back and I listen, because I, I tell you, I do the show and then I go back and listen because I get so much. And I know you probably experienced this with this show, too. I get so much from it. It's I feel so selfish afterwards. Oh,
0: my gosh. It's like like, you you, you hear it and it's implementing it, you know, especially with a 12 hour marathon. I hear so much freaking gold. I'm like, how am I ever going to implement all of this? It's impossible.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. So and I look back on all the guests that we've had on the show and I don't want to discount the fabulous panelists I have on my show. My my panelists are amazing because their breakthrough stories are amazing, too. But when I look back, the difference between all these people on the breakthrough and someone who feels like they're not successful, they're not doing the things they want to do with their life, they're not aligned, they're unhappy, they're not experiencing joy, is that these people had breakthrough moments and chose to do something with them and chose to allow those moments to change them in a positive way. And the other people are not doing that. So when I look at the title of this, of this um, portion of your show, which is how to create your next big breakthrough, my answer to that is wake up in the morning. Because we're all given these breakthroughs. All day, every day, Mm -hmm. you just have to to choose them, to to choose to allow them to change you. And the reason I know this is because I I love the dictionary. This is the homeschooled mom, Jessica, coming out. So you're all my students right now. (laughs) (laughs) The dictionary says that a breakthrough is a sudden dramatic and important discovery or development. So they're Mm -hmm. talking about that moment. Mm -hmm. However, the second part of the breakthrough definition is an instance of achieving success. Mm. So it's not about just having that moment. It's about allowing it to make you successful. It's about allowing it to move you forward on your journey.
0: Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's so powerful because it's like one thing to have the aha moment, but unless you do something with the aha and have it literally change, the level of abundance that you have, literally change the type of relationships that you attract into your life, literally change the state and quality of your health, then it means nothing.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I and even go back, I listening to um, Brian again, talking about, I loved his talk. So yeah. shout out to Brian, because that was awesome.
0: earlier. Brian Keating. Oh,
1: <laughs> but um when he was talking about you know things with science and he was talking about the moon could you imagine okay so the breakthrough moment was realizing hey we can finally go to the moon what if they said that's cool and then just didn't go <laughs> cuz that's the difference though wow. i mean it's it seems like such a silly you know what do you mean you wouldn't go they they could have made that choice
0: yeah yeah.
1: They could have said, that's too far. Mm. It can't be done. It sounds great on paper, but it won't work. Yeah. They could have done that. but And this is the kind of, you may feel like the choices that you make when you experience breakthrough moments on a day-to-day basis aren't moonworthy, mm. um, you know, but you have to ultimately, that's how you change your life. You have to choose to let them change you in a positive way.
0: And this is, this is so gold. Um, when you talk about the moon, it's super powerful. Cause it was like Kennedy who said, we're going to get to the moon, right? Like whatever it takes within a couple of years, whatever they, they said, they're going to do it. And it was that, that ability to declare a vision, right. Mm-hmm. Of, of what you are committed to. Let's say the breakthrough is just saying, this is what I'm standing for. I will not tolerate anything else. I will not tolerate abusive relationships. I will not tolerate a business that is not successful. I will not tolerate health that is crappy. You know, like I stand for greatness in this area. John F. Kennedy said, this is what what's, what's happening. And then I think the big part that a lot of people overlook is um, – this, this sense of power that he had with it. And when you think about the word power, you might get triggered, it might sound egotistical, it might sound like, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I want to go near that. But in my opinion, power is the ability to organize resources to achieve a common aim, right? And he had some massive freaking power to be able to organize people and NASA and everything that needed to happen to be able to get to the moon. So I wanna empower our audience and anyone who's listening that when you make that declaration, when you have that breakthrough, you get to generate the power to manifest that vision, to manifest that reality. And if you don't feel powerful, guess what's going to happen? If you don't feel disciplined, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be like, man, there's just this, this, uh, you know, the clock, my clock didn't go off this morning. I, I I can't help it. I'm sorry. Like I didn't, I didn't wake up on time. Well, you know, I guess I can't make it to the gym. I guess I can't da 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 da. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't do those calls. I was scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on Facebook. Uh, you know, how freaking powerful are you if that's who you're being?
1: Right. I had a friend message me yesterday morning um, and I know she'll be watching later. So I love you so much. Um, <laughs> she messaged me yesterday morning and she said, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Does this mean I'm going to have a bad day? I said, no, it means you had a bad moment. <laughs> like, yep. It means it. It, it means you ha- will have a bad day if that's what you want it to mean. Mm-hmm. If that's, you know, it was like your, your last guest, uh, Marla was talking about too, about her morning routine and things like that and how um shout out to marla too Ooh. i've been watching all day people
0: rock stars rock stars
1: <laughs> and so um she was talking about though you know you can get up in the morning and say well morning sucks i don't like this or whatever but Ultimately, it's morning and you kind of have to do something with it, right? So what, what are you going to choose? Mm. What are you going to choose for your day to be like?
0: Mm. Yeah, you could say like, I'm not a morning person. She said that. I was like, oh, right. oh it hurts. Don't no, Don't <laughs> don't identify as someone who's bad oh. with anything oh. as not a morning person. I'm, I suck at technology. I, you know, never get things right, whatever. You know, whatever the, the things that people label themselves with. Ah, oh, so disempowering.
1: I want to come back on the show only to talk about that, Chris, Ooh. because Ooh. Oh, my people that and and a lot of them <laughs> that are watching right now, it's heard me going on a ran about that. <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it so much. So, what you you said that you knew that you were meant to like get this message out of breakthrough and empowering more people. Was there was there a moment that that happened that you knew you were you were meant to like be bigger and, and get, and build a community and build the impact that you're meant to make in this world? Um,
1: well, I, I, I don't think that there was any one particular moment with, as far as coming up with the breakthrough, mm-hmm. I feel like it was really, um, a, a many breakthroughs that happened simultaneously for myself personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working with a, um, a declutter coach, who's who I know is also watching right now, um, and she, because uh, because physical things are my kryptonite. Like I love all the things. <laughs> I want to collect things. I want to touch things. I want to see things. It's yes. just. Amazing. And so, with you can imagine that with six children, eight people in a household, that clutter can build up quickly. Real fast. Uh, and so, when I started working with her and working on a lot of um, decluttering of physical things it not only gave me a, a new appreciation for the non-physical things, for relationships, for mm. how I felt about myself, for Sweet. a lot of different things, but it also, um, I actually decluttered part of my business. Wow. <laughs> I, I was working solely with moms at the mm. time, which it just sort of works that way. I guess when you're a mom, you end up working with moms a lot. Yep. Yep. Um, and when I talk about, you know, attracting all the people, have stress. I know a little something about stress with six children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decluttered that part of my business because although that that part of my business was close to my heart, um, I also know know that I was growing past that, um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like yeah. my oldest son in um in eight days, um have I may tear up here, is gonna be 18. Nice. And so I'm kind of Kind of I feel like I'm moving like I'm moving forward I it, it wasn't it wasn't bringing me the passion that it was bringing me before and I felt such a desire to talk to other people about their stories and to um, to share more about my personal spiritual journey because I feel so passionate about when we're on our own journey that if we embody that and we share that with our children, then we're changing them without directly working with right
0: you don't you don't have to tell them what to do you just live it and that's the best freaking example we could possibly be
1: yes absolutely and so i really i i wanted to start focusing on myself and my and my journey and helping other people to do the same and so um and then last year like i said i just um i wanted to um, I was doing a show on my own and I thought I I want to like talk to other people cause it's more fun when I have guests. And yeah. then I sort of envisioned, uh, <laughs> I saw in my mind, me and some other people who I didn't even recognize at the time, sitting around a table and talking about things with our coffee cups and, and, uh, you know, and giving people the opportunity to share. And I thought to myself, I have really collected over the last couple of years on my journey, some amazing people whose stories have impacted me in an amazing way. Mm -hmm. So I said, I, I want to share their stories with everybody. And that's how the breakthrough was born.
0: Man, I love that. I love that so much. Um, how this, you know, I, I don't think it was a direct way, but an indirect way is I had conversations with amazing people like yourself mm-hmm. before ever doing a 12-hour marathon or show. And we started saying, why the f*** didn't we record this? This was gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that awareness that there's so much, there's such a high, uh, bandwidth and high value exchange in a conversation, I, I think that's a key ingredient of of knowing that we are meant to go serve other people with our wisdom and our expertise and what we know and the conversations that we have. I never even thought about that like if you have a sense or a knowing that man, this is so valuable, this time that we shared together was so meaningful and impactful, and you like you reflect that to each other um that is that's really powerful that's that's
1: awesome. um, yeah, I just I love the idea of sharing knowledge. And because I don't believe that we, we get like your a, another Dr. Joe was talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't we don't get get everywhere on our own. You know, there are people that are part of our journey that are so necessary yeah. whether they were part of our lives to help grow us or inspire us or give us a, a great example or what have you um i think that sharing that is so important and that's something that i really um try to very hard to instill with my guests and my panelists on the show is that you know we're all here to learn from each other and i just it's the most fun thing for me i just mm-hmm. like i love doing this and just sharing and talking and being on this journey together, because it's so nice to know that you're not alone.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I also wanted to dive into your your expertise about these these moon cycles, because I know that's an <laughs> important part of you. And you created a deck um, called Colors of the Moon. Why Why colors of the moon and why moon cycles? Let's dive into that.
1: <laughs> you want to talk about a breakthrough moment. Um, it was really incredible. So I've always had uh, really crazy dreams mm. in my whole life. Like, And when I say crazy, um, I'm talking about dreams about a little pug wearing a French hat, eating a slice of pizza in the middle of a field of poppies. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> like I must be on something right. crazy. <laughs> Like completely crazy. And so imagine my horror, when someone said to me one day dreams have meaning. <laughs> like you just, I I, I didn't I couldn't understand that couldn't grasp that. Well, at any rate, um, the in November of last year, I had a very, very powerful dream. And for the first time ever, it made sense. Mm. So that's how I knew. Um, And I had been working with my clients for quite some time with the lunar cycle. And I'm also a Reiki master and teacher. Mm -hmm. So I had been working with the chakras and energy healing and things like that. But I had never really merged them together. And in this dream, it was the coolest. And and I get complete chills talking about it. It was the most amazing experience because I didn't just watch the dream. I was feeling it. And Mm -hmm. I could see... The moon phases in the sky, turning the different colors of the chakra system, the different colors we have in our energetic being, and they would come down out of the sky into my body, and I would feel the emotions that were associated with the moon phase and the chakras. Mm -hmm. And I went through that, the whole thing, through all of the eight lunar phases and eight of our chakras, and I just... I woke up completely speechless, number one, because the dream made sense to me, mm. <laughs> and number two because it was so incredibly powerful, and I thought now I can finally bridge all of these things that I've been teaching mm. together, and I can do it through an oracle that can actually grow people and they can do it at their own pace of what feels good for them
0: wow. that's incredible that's, that's it was so it true. was
1: crazy, and I actually painted after I had the dream, um, I, this is the, this is the most crazy part. I, I knew that I wanted to sort of get out what I had seen Mm -hmm. and I painted the images on the cards in watercolor that day. And I hadn't worked with watercolor since high school. Like it was the most divinely led. (laughs) I can't explain it, but there, there they were. (laughs) That's
0: beautiful. That's beautiful um how can you how, how would you invite us to dive into and embrace our intuition even more so that we create that that flow that fulfillment that mm-hmm. extraordinary results because we trust ourselves and like have faith in something bigger how how do we activate that
1: i think you you have to start to ask yourself questions um because i think that when we start to to have curiosity about our intuition. when we start to recognize synchronicities in our lives, there's a lot of questions that can be raised. We come into a spiritual journey with a lot of judgment and a lot of um, past experiences. Like there are people like me, I know that grew up in the church mm-hmm. who have very, very different um, who grew up believing very different things than maybe what they're starting to realize, and I think that friends play a big part in that, and family plays a big part in that and um and so I think we have to start to ask ourselves questions like if we experience something or if we hear something in our in our minds, ask where that's coming from? Hmm. Where is that coming from? How can I connect to that deeper? Is there something that is behind these thoughts and feelings that I'm having? Or is this something new that is that is being guided to me? Um, I think that's the really the best thing you can do. And also to really listen to yourself. And as easy as it is to go grab a mentor and grab, um, you know, 8 million free webinars and and classes and meditations and all these things from all the different people, Mm -hmm. allow yourself to create some boundaries around that. And one thing at a time and listen to yourself first, before you go, you know, blindly following someone else who had a really good live video that you happened to catch. Um, I think that it's important to get quiet and listen to yourself and ask yourself questions. And because ultimately, even after you've received advice from other people and find a mentor and find a spiritual guide, you got to come back to yourself anyway. So start creating that relationship now and ask yourself, where are these thoughts coming from? What am I experiencing and why?
0: Mm. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on, um, taking action in the moment of opportunity Mm -hmm. and like taking time to, to sit with things and then having the opportunity pass by.
1: Um, I think that I believe that things come to you when they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think in saying that, that sometimes things come to you to test your ability to say, no, thank you. Um, and they also, I believe if they are, if there's something that spirit really wants you to connect with, it will come back. It will come back because in my experience, I, I tend to be a very stubborn person and spirit will kick my rear end until I have gotten the point saying things 800 times, presenting opportunities over and over and over until I say, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't listen. Mm, yep. <laughs> You know, and so I don't think that there's any I, I feel like as far as being human is concerned, we it's more important to issue discernment now and to say I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on and think about that mm. and then and then let it come back if that's what it's supposed to do. Um but that being said, if it's strong enough, if you feel that now, go for it. You mm. have to really ultimately, if you're questioning it anything at all. You just have to, I think you need
0: to evaluate it. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is gold. And we had Sylvia who said, Sometimes it comes back with a two by four. I love that. I love that. Seriously, it's like sometimes it's just like a gentle nudge, like, hey, you paying attention? This is this is good stuff, or not the right way. And then it'll come sure. come over hit you with a two by four. If that doesn't work, man, a semi truck might get the get the mm-hmm. point across, you know? So I just I love how we're always being guided. Always, you know, mm-hmm. and I think uh, for me, a, a big part of my journey was just acknowledging that and not not saying that I'm alone, not saying that, you know, I'm unworthy or I'm disconnected or I'm not spiritual or whatever it might be. Like I had to affirm that I am always being guided and and like I'm always connected to my source. There's there's yeah. never like disconnection, complete disconnection. There might be more more disconnected times, but I'm, I'm always in flow at some level. So just trust the trust the flow more.
1: Absolutely. And no matter what you choose to do in your life, whether you choose to use discernment and wait and breathe and think about things, or you choose to take action, don't let anyone anyone tell you that that choice was wrong for you. Mm. Don't let anyone do that because ultimately you have to be the one that feels good about what you choose to do, whether that's waiting and taking a breath or moving forward. Um, and are there times you might have regret? Yeah, but that's part of, that was a learning experience as part of your journey. Um, and so just don't, don't allow anybody else to be part of that for you. These are your breakthrough moments. These are your experiences and they have to be right for you, not anybody else.
0: I love it. You're getting a little, little feisty in this in this section. <laughs> I feel it. I feel I, it. You're like Mama Bear coming in the, freaking it tell is you. It's true. It's true. Listen to your intuition. Dang it.
1: <laughs> I get upset when people come at my spiritual fit. I have so many people that are listening right now that have been part of my community that have been with me since back when I had the mom group a couple years ago. And, um, and I do get like that. I get very mama bear about it when, when someone, um, you know, is not kind to them or, or says anything out of place about their journey. I just try to bring it back to this is, this is you. And you can't worry about what anybody else says, just as I would say that to my children as well. It's the same, same feeling I get. I care about them. I love them.
0: I love it. You mentioned you had a, a community for moms and then it evolved into the, the spiritual community. Why, mm-hmm. why community? Why has that been so important for a, a part of your journey? <clears throat>
1: um, this is something that I get really emotional about. Um, I, I have mentioned on the show here that I grew up in Connecticut um, and I currently live down in Alabama, which is a very, um, a very spiritually different place to be (laughs) than many other parts of the world. And while I love many people here, I do not have a community here, especially when I going through my spiritual awakening here. I spent so many years complaining because I was like, could it be any harder for me to go through this in a place where I don't have any support? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very, very lucky and very blessed um, that my husband who's listening right now has been so just whatever you feel like you need, honey, you just go for it. <laughs> like, he's, he's amazing. And I couldn't imagine having gone through this process um, with anybody else other than him. Um, and, and my children are very, they think I'm crazy 90% of the time, but they're awesome as well. (laughs) As far as outside of my household, I don't have a support community. I don't have someone that I can share about a vision that I have Mm -hmm. or about speaking to my brother after he passed away. Or about being able to tell my best friend about a car accident she had and I had no idea. I was not there to know these things without being looked at like I have three heads. (laughs) Um, And so for me, although sometimes social media can be such a a love-hate relationship at times, my community has been my sole support and my reason for keeping for continuing 90% of the time. Um, and they have stuck with me no matter what I've grown, no matter what I've learned, they will stick by and listen. And we share, we get on zoom like this a couple times a month and I get to see their faces and it's like they're next to me. I can feel their presence and it means everything to me.
0: So beautiful. What, what would you say has been some of the top reasons why you've built a very successful, highly engaged community.
1: Um, I think being open to everyone, no matter what journey they're on. We have people in the community who come from a very religious background, people who have come in to, they're not really sure what they believe, people that come in who um, are successful intuitives, such as myself, and um, people who come in who are healers, people who, they're just at very different places on their journey, and we all have so much love and respect for each other no matter where we're at. And anytime anyone questions that I say, you know, dig in a little deeper, connect further, come on the zoom calls with us, see our faces, hear our voices, because it's so important. So much can get misinterpreted and text and everything else. It's so important for me to be face to face like this and see your expression on your face and see when you, even those moments when you look at me and go, well, Jessica's really lost it, (laughs) (laughs) but that's, that is important because we can't physically be there to hug, to touch, to, to experience. So this is the next best thing. And I think that that's what sets our community aside from a lot of other ones is the ability to plug in and connect with each other in a very human, like, it's like you're next to me kind of way.
0: Um, what do you see as far as the future of live events for your communities?
1: Oh, this is, so I'm going to drop my Easter egg now. <laughs>
0: Um, the last, uh,
1: so I think last month, um, my son pops up on, my son's very intuitive for, you know, he's already 17 and knows it all, but he's really just <laughs> intuitive himself, but he pops up on the couch and he goes, here it is, mom, the breakthrough live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, And then, (laughs) what are we talking about here? Um, And so the the last month or so, as I've been doing visualizations, I actually saw myself coming out and sitting at a table with my sisters, with Heather and Lori and Tara and Shoshana and Siri and Crystal and all my people from the show sitting around a table getting to hug and me saying the the line that I say to start every breakthrough show which is this is the breakthrough show it's the spiritual view for our soul and mind where we dig deep on today's spiritual hot topics and inspire you with moments that change our lives and I can feel the energy from the crowd and the clapping and the excitement so 2020 we are planning for the breakthrough life
0: and what will will that mean for you when you're able to create that for your community
1: for both me and and the people that are in there it's the ability to bring to life what we've created in a virtual way Um, to actually hug I commented on your video earlier where I'm a huggy person I told them I said you're gonna just watch out now (laughs) because there's gonna be hugs and Oh, uh, we buy stock in Kleenex first. There's going to be a lot of that going on, uh, and to really feel in a very physical way what we've all been feeling like this, like mm. in a digital sense. So,
0: mm. yeah, that so it's means it's, al- it's almost like for me i hear when you meet in person there's a level of belief and faith and trust that like just deepens the roots deepen the knowingness the values the connection the community the 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 paradigm of the community you know the, like the way of being of the community gets rooted down and then when going back to regular life so to speak outside of the event the knowingness, the rootedness, the faith will be there so that people are even more unshakable, even more unstoppable, even more, yes. you know, aligned and in, in feeling like empowered, you know?
1: Yes. And there's something magical and powerful about doing these exercises that we do like meditation and, um, visualization and journaling, there's something magical about doing that in the presence of other people who are doing the exact same thing. We can feel that when we do digital events. Um, we can feel that when we're doing Reiki circles, Mm -hmm. um, when we're, as we're all sending and receiving all these beautiful, this beautiful energy and messages from spirit. And to feel that in person, I'm Fired up about that. I can't wait. I
0: love it. I love it. Jessica, we are wrapping up. We want to hear the final takeaway you want to give to our audience. What is that?
1: Um, I would say I've had so many people tell me I don't I don't have a breakthrough moment and I don't have a story to share. I would argue with you that you absolutely do. And if you if for some reason you feel like you don't create something, don't just, you know, watch these breakthrough moments pass you by. Allow them to change you. And um, and we, of course, want to hear your story on the breakthrough.
0: Let's do it. (laughs) How do they share their story? How do they get in contact with you, Jessica? What's their next step?
1: So you can connect with me at jessicadugas.com. That will take you to all of my social media, the show, everything. But if you want to go directly to The break, Breakthrough, if you feel as fired up about The Breakthrough as I do, you can go to thebreakthroughshow.com.
0: Mm. Mm. I love it. You are such a magical, amazing, divine <laughs> human being, Jessica. Just a, Thank a channel, you so much. channel of love, of goodness, of empowerment. Thank you. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. And thank you for creating this space. And I'd like to leave you with a little something, if that's okay. Yes.
0: Um,
1: so this is your 99th episode, right? Yes. 99 is actually a very spiritually significant number. And I just want to share with you what that means, because it meant something to me hearing that this was the 99th episode. So 99 is about leadership. And 99 is about wisdom and it's about stepping up and stepping out and moving on to your greatest possible self, right? And it's also about universal harmony and that this is your destiny, what's happening right now. And so I just wanted to leave that with you as a little gratitude because I think what you're doing is amazing. (laughs) Take it in.
0: (laughs) I receive it. I own it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Chris. Absolutely. We'll see you soon, okay? All right.
1: All right. Take
0: care. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever.